Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the NetSuite podcast. I'm Megan O'Brien, co-host of the podcast. And in this episode, we have Sarah Rinja, a system architect and project manager who just wrapped up a successful NetSuite implementation at Grace Loves Lace, a global boutique bridal brand specializing in luxurious, sustainably made gowns. We talk about the story behind Grace Loves Lace, its transition from e-commerce to having brick and mortar locations around the world, and how NetSuite helps the team maintain its international presence while still providing a personalized experience for each and every bride. So stay tuned. You're going to want to say I do to NetSuite after this episode. You're listening to the NetSuite podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Megan. Thanks for having me. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. It's a beautiful Good. morning on the Gold Coast. Good. And that's the Gold Coast of Australia? Yeah, that's right. That's amazing. I'm, I could be saying this too soon, but I think that you might be the first guest that we've had from Australia. No, that's exciting. I love that. Yeah. Thank you, Megan. Yeah, I'm excited. So, I mean, wow. We're, we're getting worldwide, guys. <laughs> Yeah, we, we actually have, there's a lot of NetSuite customers, uh, even on the Gold Coast Australia, but definitely throughout Australia, and we have a beautiful ecosystem down here. Oh, man, I I really want to go. Eventually. Maybe I can make it a work trip. <laughs> definitely. would love to have you. Well, let's just go ahead and jump right in. Can you start by telling us uh, a little bit about the Grace Loves Lace brand? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Grace Loves Lace is an Australian design, founded and manufacture business in the luxury uh, bridal brand. We're a wedding dress brand that provides non-traditional alternative brides and we've really disrupted the industry to fill that gap in a market of high quality um, and modern wedding gowns, but at an accessible price point. Talk to me a little bit about the company's mission. Is there a purpose that's kind of core to your brand? Absolutely. We, we're really core to our brand in authenticity, and that's promoted throughout our offices worldwide in our showroom staff, as well as here on the Gold Coast in head office and manufacturing. Our mission is to design and produce luxurious and ethical wedding gowns to make women feel confident and comfortable while keeping them, again, at that accessible price point. My sister is actually getting married in the fall, so I, I kind of get the struggles of that. So, I mean, that's an amazing mission. Now, Grace Loves Lace was founded in 2010. Can you kind of give a brief history of the company and how it's grown into this well-known brand? Well, it's funny you should say that about your sister because our founder, Meg Zeems, she actually found that in her own hunt for her wedding dress. So she felt really disappointed with the whole bridal shopping experience it just felt very uninspiring and stale to her, and she just believed a bride deserves better. Um, attached with that, with the Gold Coast vibe and the authenticity, the purpose of Grace Gowns is to just revolutionise um, how 
gowns are both designed and sold. So we really, really focus on our customer journey for our beautiful brides, a very personalised and emotional journey, um, every step of the way holding their hands and just want to introduce our brides to beautiful, luxurious, comfortable, ethical gowns. Um, there is uh, no zips, no boning or heavy materials in our gowns so she can feel really confident and comfortable. That's fantastic. And I'm sure anything to take a little stress off the bride on her wedding day is much appreciated. Uh, definitely. We we definitely strive to do that. So where does the company stand today? I mean, for instance, like how many employees, how many uh, subsidiaries, what are you looking at? We've actually grown since 2009 when we were founded. We've actually grown from exclusively an online brand to 26 showrooms worldwide across four continents. So we've got a showroom in London, in Toronto, four here in Australia, and 20 over in the States. We have across all of those uh, head office and showrooms, we have over 230 staff. We have five subsidiaries and we have six e-commerce sites that all feed into NetSuite. That's fantastic. That's a huge amount of growth. Were there any key moments that propelled Grace Loves Lace into being the company that we see today? Absolutely. It was quite interestingly enough in the time of COVID, which is uh, when I was brought on almost three years ago, we've doubled in size, both in staffing in alignment with the number of showrooms that we have. A key reason for our success has been really just committed to staying true to ourselves and staying on brand for who we are and our core grace values. We're very fortunate to have continued that growth in COVID period, uh, which as we know, uh, a lot of retail was uh, doing the other way uh, of a flip. And being 100% based in Queensland at the time, we were less affected by lockdowns and really continued to deliver um, guns to our bride. Being manufacturer in-house, uh, we were able to keep up production um, fairly uninterrupted. Um, the biggest difference I really think over the last few years, especially um, in alignment with the, the COVID movements in all the businesses in our bricks and mortar showroom growth, was that we opened 17 showrooms, uh, as I mentioned, uh, in that time, uh, even while our whole team was based in Australia and actually couldn't cross borders. Um, but uh, we really monopolised the fact that some great leases came up in some key locations they'd been watching over the years. And whilst it was a risk, we were able to uh, double down on that risk and it's paid off in the long term. So incredible vision by our board. So what specific business challenges was the company facing prior to engaging with NetSuite? Um, this actually kind of segues perfectly into talking a little bit about your role within the company, why they brought you on, your capacity with them, all that. So my role as a global systems manager and IT manager for the business, I was originally brought on as a brand new role, as a concept role um, by the CFO, Lucy Lessig, and her vision uh, when she had just joined the company, she really saw NetSuite and was really in awe of the product, but knew it could do a lot more than uh, what was adopted at the time. So when I started three years ago, it, would, um, it was quite in, a, in its infancy and she could see that there was real value in getting return on the investment and using as many components of NetSuite out of the box as possible. Uh, so they tapped me on the shoulder and, uh, as we say, the rest is history. So what technology was the company 
using previously? And did Grace Lovely see it kind of holding them back? Absolutely. So in my 10 plus years working with different clients um, in the NetSuite ecosystem, um, I see this over and over again where the business is in such a state of growth that where the business started quite genuinely in the smaller programs such as Zero, uh, using Excel to pull all of the data together um, and and uh, making things adapt and, and Excel really being a key um, wonderful product, but uh, with business growth, you really need to step up into a platform such as NetSuite. And so um, stepping into NetSuite and, and ditching Zero and Excel and um, all of the other several little programs uh, that start off in a, in a smaller business can really ensure that there is seamless omnichannel um, data right from taking the order through to manufacturing and dispatch. So the, one of the Big, biggest key drivers was really NetSuite's manufacturing capability and that omnichannel vision. Were there things that they were wanting to do as a business prior to bringing you on that they just couldn't do with that kind of outdated technology? Absolutely. So our biggest um, journey in the last three years since I've been there has really been able to visualize and map out systematically that end-to-end visualization and metadata pulled from the time even before sales, so from lead management and metering right through to dispatch and the financial transactions that come from that using all of that data to drive things like um, uh, product development. So how is marketing working? Um, how is the sales? What are, what gowns are brides interested in versus what they're taking home? Um, how that's going through manufacturing? How many steps involved in each dress, which we can use using NetSuite's uh, different whip and routings, uh, manufacturing capabilities, and then driving that right through to costings in order to produce, uh, you know, what, what gowns are selling best, what gowns uh, should be selling best, what should we produce next, and really driving those KPIs through all of our departments. Did Grace Loves Lace consider other solutions or did they immediately say, Sarah, we know what we want you're coming on to bring NetSuite to us? Well, I wasn't there right at the start of their journey when they were looking at other systems. I know NetSuite in general is a standout. I, I seem to be brought into a lot of businesses um, at this growth period and NetSuite is, always seems to be the standout choice uh, when picked up. I think because it provides such dynamic capabilities, it also has such a great support system Um Throughout the world, uh, regardless where you're based, there's a lot of people who know what to do uh, with NetSuite and how to drive it um, for each business. It's customization, its ability to be customized, the sweet, sweet script ability to be able to integrate other things. If you're not using SCA, for example, and you're using, say, Shopify for e-commerce, very easily integrated. So um, it, it really just stands out on its own. You segued perfectly into our next question. How are you right. using NetSuite today? Well, how are we using NetSuite today? When I was brought on, the, the we were very well versed in the financial and manufacturing whip and routings and demand planning modules. 
Um, since I've come on, in addition to those modules of having that beautiful end-to-end -end transition, um, the first thing I implemented was reimagining how we were nurturing our brides, nurturing our leads and obtaining information about them. So really installing the CRM function that comes out of the box with NetSuite. How I could do that was really sit down with all of our stylists and understand um, the journey that they have with our brides and all of the information that they're gathering um, and, and very genuinely to have that beautiful personal connection with them. And all I did was convert that into the CRM functions within NetSuite and creating custom fields to store all that information. So then we can use that to really understand so everyone in the business can understand who our brides are, not just our stylists. And with that um, CRM function, we're able to create personalized follow-ups uh, genuinely with our brides, as well as see all of the interactions cross department with our brides so we can make sure uh, even in an after sales environment with our customer experience team they've really understood all of the journey and communication that our our stylists have had with them at the time uh, in the instance where we may be looking at say some alterations for example our alterations and manufacturing team can also see all of those interactions through the CRM functions. And it's just a real core driver in our business um, to have that 360-degree view. We've lately just uh, implemented Message Media SMS, which is an application built for NetSuite that's been long withstanding. So we can increase that personalised and direct communication. And again, NetSuite gives us the ability to reduce the time um, where we're having interdepartmental conversations and and uh, really just all of that downtime because it's all recorded within NetSuite, we can see that journey from start to finish. That's really important to us. I can't stress enough since the day that I started, even before I started, I think, in the interview, uh, customer journey and really um, making sure every, each, each and individual bride is looked after in a personal level uh, has been absolutely paramount and NetSuite absolutely allows us to do that. Well, I mean, what a weight off the mind too, because, you know, when you call a company and they kind of say, oh, that's not my department. So I had to transfer you to someone else. And I don't know yeah. about that. So I have to transfer you to someone else. So just having that insight right there. So you're not getting tossed around. I think that's huge. Thank you. That's a really great insight. I'll actually uh, feed that back. Because <laughs> you're right, we it's it's not fun being passed around departmentally when you are dealing when you're a customer of a whole business, and we really focus on being a whole business. And now, people and culture department really make sure that that happens as well, regardless of where we're located. And one of the things you mentioned that I've, I've kind of heard about talking to customers uh, is this idea of talking to other teams to make sure that you're kind of highlighting the information that they want to see captured and almost personalizing it for all the departments instead of saying, eh, I think this is what they need and, you know, throwing the solution at them. I think that's a huge factor of success when it comes to systems like NetSuite. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm a big uh, believer in end user buy-in. So I spoke to it at Sweet World last year 
um, you know, about reducing the ego as a project manager and I'm the, the, the go-to project manager in the business as well, which goes hand in hand with systems. And I make sure that I get the buy-in from everyone uh, in, in each, sorry, a key person in each department to make sure that that journey from end to end, which we're all involved in, uh, right up to delivery of the dress and even in the marketing department, you know, beyond that, in that relationship management, um, it, it's really the only way to put in a full solution to make sure that every aspect of the customer delivery is covered, which, again, is is um, absolutely key. And it's allowed us to not drop a gown uh, not once. And I, I must admit, um, when we're talking about the modules in NetSuite and, and how we're using them, one of the customizations that I've put in place is uh, a custom record and we use a custom record to record each and every gown that that bride tried on, uh, which sample size she tried on in store, how that particularly fit her, uh, as well as any fit concerns that she's stressed and and the things that she uh, really liked about the fit as well. And I can promise you everyone in our business reads those when it comes to the gown that she actually chose um, every uh, photo, which is securely uh, stored. Um, of that bride in that gown in that showroom it is looked at by our manufacturing department to make sure the fit is just right. So using that data in that custom record um, also allows us to report on uh, the ranking of the dresses, which feeds into our uh, product development department. So we're definitely using all of this data captured from even gowns that were tried on and not purchased. Uh, versus the purchase ones and and all of the fit concerns that our brides give us feedback on. That is a process and I love it. I mean, pretty much everyone listening to this podcast, we've all been to a clothing store where the fit is just weird and, you know, one size fits, one size doesn't. It's just kind of a confusing experience sometimes. So hearing how a company like yours is so customer centric and taking all that feedback and using it. I think that's a huge testament to who you are as a company. Thank you. And I, and I, I will give everyone in the company some props. Everyone is extremely passionate about our brides and making sure she has her perfect dress in time for her perfect day. How did six out of the top seven best performing tech stocks gain visibility and control over financials, inventory, planning, and budgeting with NetSuite by Oracle? Answers at netsuite.com slash code, netsuite.com slash code. One of the aspects that I think is very interesting about Grace Loves Lace as well as its international presence um, that we talked about earlier, how does NetSuite One World help ease the complexities of running an international business? One world is absolutely critical to managing uh, a global business. It manages multiple subsidiaries and currencies concurrently. A huge outcome for this management is being able to see and report in real time on transactions in individual subsidiaries and on a consolidated level in their own currency and making sure that um, the core-based currency is putting the data all on an even playing field. So what I mean by that is we can measure up how a gown is performing in, say, Australia versus London versus the US, um, all in the same currency if we want to make sure we've got that um, at that baseline data. And it's not just keeping different parts of the world connected to each other. 
sometimes the biggest communications gaps can be between departments. And you kind of touched on this earlier, but just to send it home, how does NetSuite keep everyone on the same page when it comes to areas like inventory management, manufacturing, sales, and customer support? NetSuite, I, I, and again, I speak to all the experience I have in um, different NetSuite client businesses, seeing and utilising the different functions within NetSuite um, across the globe. I must admit, Grace Loves Laces does it extremely well in utilising dashboards and uh, safe searches are absolutely key in our business. They can do so much and drive things such as um, online stock availability, for example. Yes, we have our e-commerce sites, which are, um, of course, always up to date, but We also have on our showroom dashboards, uh, for example, uh, Save Search, which shows our stock availability that is driven from our inventory department on the Gold Coast in Australia and in Australian time zone. And what I mean by that is our staff works their gazetted hours. They're not um, up late at night to cater for our USL staff because of the tools that NetSuite provides us. So this online stock availability report, for example, will not only um, show the SKUs that are available, but the number of stock available. And if it's not available, there is a handwritten note on that save search, which is driven from the SKU records, from the item records and managed by our inventory team to let our stylists in the US know while we're sleeping when that stock will become available. So they can really in real time educate our bride and saying, this dress is not available online right now for us to check out, but in two days we will have stock, two weeks, whatever that looks like. So that is a real key driver for us to manage communications between our inventory and our sales department in its most um, basic format. And then we've got um, other several tools such as that that just help us uh, keep aligned with those sorts of communications and um, as I mentioned before, using the CRM functions is really key as well. And again, just um, posting back our customer experience department, also based in Australia, again, working gazetted hours, and they can because of these tools such as tasking in between staff, which is recorded on the customer record for information that they may need um, about that customer. So, For example, someone um, sitting in our Gold Coast office from customer experience would task our stylist over in Dallas, for example, and uh, need to get more information, say, about a bride's fit. And they can do that in the US time zone and communicate back straight away via that task. Um, So when our customer experience team comes in the next day, they've got that information on hand. One thing that has been a persistent issue over the past few years is an unpredictable supply chain and uh, kind of variable lead times. And telling a bride that her dress is going to be late isn't exactly an enviable position to be in. How does NetSuite help Grace Lovelace uh, keep its impressive film fulfillment time and rate? I think the first and and uh, most fundamental feature, touching on, on similar to the last question, Uh, Megan was again cross-departmental communication is is first key and that also includes between our our sales customer experience and our dispatch um, 
and production departments, they're all driven by safe searches, which have been um, set up and, and added highlighting and added criteria uh, to manage that. But on a bigger level in the supply chain, we do use a demand planning feature as well as a whip and routing. So um, we have an amazing procurement team um, who looks at all of the supply and chain demands. And, of course, through that COVID time, it was very interesting um, at where we were getting some supply of materials uh, cross-border. We, we would need to alter that and really look at the delivery date and production timeframes of each dress, uh, unlike other businesses, for example, if I'm selling shirts and hats, um, you know, it's, it's typically not centric on a particular special day, such as a wedding day, um, so it is critical. But on top of that, it takes months to produce again, so we need to really make sure and use the demand planning features um, critically to know that we have enough materials to then manufacture and, and very grateful that we are a Queensland manufacturer um, throughout, throughout that COVID time to make sure that we have enough material and time to then uh, make your dress ahead of that special day, have it dispatched to you in time um, to make sure that you have a comfortable experience. So uh, I can't speak highly enough of the demand planning uh, feature as well as uh, our, our in-house graphs and um, team to manage those throughout that period. Well, demand planning strikes me as a very tough thing for the wedding industry, just because it's not only about materials and things like that. It's also just been very unpredictable the past couple of years in terms of the amount of weddings that happened. Um, you know, you had so many weddings canceled in 2020, then there was a sharp uptick that was in uh, 2021 and 2022. Um, how does NetSuite help from that perspective of demand forecasting? It definitely was an interesting time. I mean, who would have thought that a, a, a retail store in the wedding industry would have doubled in size throughout that COVID period when we were seeing a lot of people cancel their weddings um, obviously due to inability for, for loved ones to travel and, and even for you to have the numbers at the wedding. But interestingly enough, um, we had a lot of uptake in the retail sector in, in, in sales and yet last year we saw a trend where uh, it was a year of the wedding but not the wedding dress. And it was also the year of travel and that's where a lot of people were having to spend and postponing their weddings even further. We're now seeing that really even out uh, in, in the industry back to where we were in pre-COVID times. So we're excited for 2024 and we're able to then, I guess, um, peter out the ebbs and flows of the demand planning. Uh, it, NetSuite demand planning really allows us to make real-time changes in that demand and, and uh, on each supplier purchase order, you know, changing the expected delivery dates as and when needed to then reassess and, and make sure we had all of those materials, as I mentioned earlier. So just its agility and, and, and real-time uptake on then the output of the reporting for us to assess on a daily and weekly basis of where we needed to be um, six months ahead, nine months ahead, uh, really um, saved us. Grace Loves Lace has, like you said, grown significantly over the past several years. 
How does NetSuite help the company scale its operations and be efficient, all while staying committed to its values around ethics and sustainability, as well as supply chain transparency? This is quite an interesting one. And I guess my my answer to this being in such a growth period, as I mentioned, where we literally doubled in size sales and staff, is NetSuite helped by not making it difficult. <laughs> it really didn't matter. <laughs> as simple as that is, but but really that's the answer. The, the processes were the processes, whether we were making and selling 10 dresses or 1,000 dresses or 10,000 dresses, it stuck with us with very few tweaks um, required. So during that time of growth, of, of exponential growth, I was actually uh, busy doing other things such as uh, um, you know looking at our e-commerce platform and and doing business system improvements rather than improving NetSuite to handle the scalability. Do you think that the organization has become more data-driven as a result of NetSuite? Oh, absolutely. And the data is easier to obtain with fewer leaks as well. When you have several different systems and you're trying to pull all of that data um, in, particularly if you don't have uh, automated tools and and you're going a little old school by exporting data from these systems, pulling it into Excel, you're really relying on a human to know their Excel formulas and not break it. You're also relying on someone to export these reports um, and and they're not going to be in real time because you're, you're busy doing the steps. So having majority of your data, if not all your data in one place in NetSuite and being able to grab it in real time uh, reduces human error, um, data error and leakages and, and gives you real-time uh, updates. And that's so key to running a business today, Um it's, you know, we, we keep seeing in survey data that people want to become more data driven in their business, but don't quite know how to go about it. And it, it's just amazing what a, a system will will get you when it does give that real time updates. Well, the, the data doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, whilst we very much focus on the feedback of um, our stylists who are who are one to one and having these personal relationships, sorry, professionally personal relationships with our brides. Uh, at the moment, if you build a system or, or adapt a system like we've done with NetSuite, for example, adding those custom records to record the data and those conversations with the bride in a way that you can use that data, uh, such as meta fields. You can absolutely drive the business to um, based on that customer feedback, the direct customer feedback that you've recorded in a smart way to make business critical decisions because um, otherwise you're really just making assumptions. One um, interesting key that we've found is, is knowing uh, because we heavily rely on uh, booking system appointments, we can get the data on, um, of course, how our socials are performing and our email marketing of what's then driving appointment booking, for example, and compare that to the dresses that they're walking out with versus what they were interested in um, based on our marketing oh. strategy. Wow. That is, I, I'm sorry, I'm like kind of amazed because I grew up watching like some of the wedding dress shows and they always come in thinking they want something different and uh, it's ama- it's always kind of unexpected what they leave with. So. Yes. I, 
seeing the data behind it and how that affects your strategy. I think that's just kind of a awesome sign of progressing forward in sort of this future company. Yeah, thank you. And it it it, it just makes us feel like we're really um, listening to the brides and, and not based on assumptions on actual data. Well, speaking of the future, what does the future of Grace Love Lace look like? Uh, is there any big goals or priorities? Uh, there's there's absolutely priorities. My my book is full, and our roadmap is is very much full because we're always uh, innovating. With every, obviously everybody's uh, trying to keep up with the adoption of AI and where it can be used uh, mm-hmm. in their business. Uh, we are just uh, replacing our uh, appointment booking system uh, to embed it into our website to ensure we have a beautiful customer journey right from the get-go. As I said, whilst we have a strong online presence and following um, and our beautiful online sales team, which is is 24-7, we also want to get you into one of our beautiful boutiques and have that full grace experience and try on the, the you know, the five top five dresses that are on your list. So really making sure that that's a beautiful journey. Uh, and again, the, the the bonuses we can grab from that as far as that end-to-end uh, data-driven journey uh, so we can make those business decisions and also so we can uh, interact better throughout and beyond the delivery of your dress as far as uh, that email communications. Um yeah, and, and also uh, looking at uh, analytics warehouse and, again, pulling together more data from external sources such as digital marketing and there's booking platforms. Ah, so uh, NetSuite Data Analytics Warehouse potentially on the horizon. Any other capabilities that you see in NetSuite that you haven't taken advantage of yet that you would like to? Oh, Megan, I've got a big wish list of NetSuite modules, absolutely. Um, everything from the, the newer AP automation that was uh, announced at SwingWorld mm-hmm. last year. We can, there's always ways. Everybody wants things uh, thicker, faster, more efficient. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's a few modules that I've got my own, such as Analytics Warehouse and, of course, making the most out of the Suite Analytics as well. Well, I I want to end on this note. I think you're a particularly interesting person to have on the podcast because you are a global systems manager with a specialization in Oracle NetSuite. You you've worked across companies uh implementing it and bringing it to its full capacity. So if you could leave our audience with one piece of advice when it comes to making the most out of their NetSuite investment, what would it be? I'll try and sneak two in their role as well because uh, the areas I'm very passionate about and this is particularly for any new NetSuite customers looking to come on, do not try and fit your old system and business workflows into NetSuite. NetSuite does everything very thoroughly and throughout end-to-end um workflows get to know the NetSuite way and you'll have a lot less issues and and just seamless data-driven uh information from start to finish of your journey and the modules that you're using with NetSuite. Uh, it also helps when you do that you don't overcook uh NetSuite with unnecessary scripting and customizations. 
NetSuite does everything really, really well and you should really just try not to fit a square peg into a round hole. Um, that also helps with when you're trying to gain help from the sweet answers and help menus and training your staff. It means you can really utilise um, all of that catalogue that's available to you to uh, keep learning the NetSuite instance and growing it. What a fantastic piece of advice to end on. That's all the questions I had for you. Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me, Megan. That brings us to the end of another great episode. Sarah's such a great person to interview because she has both that customer-specific view as well as her knowledge from other companies and implementations. I especially loved hearing how Grace Loves Lace is using their NetSuite system to give each of their customers an exceptional shopping experience. Huge thanks to Sarah for joining us and sharing the story from Grace Loves Lace. And as always, a big thanks to our wonderful editing team at Lambstand and to all of you for tuning in. If you want more episodes just like this one, make sure you subscribe to our channel and give us a rating and review. Until next time. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.